Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my MVP gosh, time. Windy City Assassin does it again. Rose trying to get open. Fires away. It's over. The Bulls win at the buzzer. Live from downtown Chicago, you're listening to Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. Welcome to the Doomsday Show. I'm Nate Burleson, joined by Kyler Wirth, where we talk about the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys football, and all things America's team. Um, this week, I don't really know how much we want to talk about it, but <sighs> here we are on this Tuesday afternoon. We're going to talk about the Cowboys, so Kyler. Nate, I have just one question for you. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to be Cowboys fans? I don't know. It was some, it was some, sick, some sick thing passed down to us by... By God Himself, I, like I, I blame I blame my father. No, I see. I, I but it was passed down to him somehow. Oh, somehow. that's true. See, I blame I blame the news media because yeah, my dad became a Cowboys fan because of how much the Cowboys were hyped up in the seventies. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if it wasn't for the news media craze, then we then wouldn't be in this much. Pain. I wouldn't be in this much pain right now. So. Yeah. I believe it. Fake news. Fake news all, right. all around. So the Cowboys lost to the Seahawks 38-31 on Sunday, America's Game of the Week. Mm. Uh, and at one point, it looked like the game was going to get completely out of hand, like the Falcons game, except I didn't expect us coming back the same way we did last week. Mm-hmm. But then something started happening. The defense yeah. showed up and shut Russell Wilson down. Our defensive line played really well. Uh, Dak and the receivers, especially Cedric Wilson, went ham. Mm-hmm. Then we Cedric get to the Wilson last two drives. <laughs> I was I was begging, screaming at my television, hoping to God that we could get a stop. And the worst part about that is that I wish I was not in that position. I wish they had just rolled this over. If I knew the end result was going to be, oh, a, yeah. was going to be what it was, I wish I would have. I wish it would have just been over after. What I, was. I have a, I have a question. When Dak. Broke out of that sack and nearly fell. Got up and fired the football. I thought that was going to be a touchdown. See, that's why I thought at first when he first spun out, and then he was getting ready to throw it. And I'm like, I've He's seen the story. Balance. I've seen the story a million times. I've seen Tony Romo do this exact thing <laughs> numerous times throughout my childhood. It's ingrained uh... in my brain. We are doing to Dak Prescott what we did to Tony Romo for yeah. so long. A terrible defense, um, a banged-up offensive line, which honestly isn't anybody's fault, but it's true. It's it's, it's a banged-up offensive Watch line. Watch the media. The media, the like, rookies. talking heads, uh, continuously say the Cowboys have a top-five offensive line. I don't understand. that's yeah. why people, Dak is bad. People have been trying to say that, he's, that they've had a great offensive line since they had a good offensive line. And at one point, it's they 2016. did have they had the best offensive line in the league in 2016. They had it from Sharply 2014 to 2016. Exactly. So, yeah, it sharply declined every year, so mm-hmm. too. So, I don't understand why people like to say that it's the best or one of the best yeah. offensive lines in the league. I'd Is like he- to give a shout-out to the MVP of the game, uh, Zach Martin, mm. for playing right tackle mm. like a madman and okay. not giving up anything. And so, I don't know. I mean, when we got – when we let uh, another thing about that play at the end where he spun no, out. they they when they they was, made a halftime adjustment and moved Zach Martin to right right tackle mm-hmm. and um like uh Joe Joe Looney to guard 
Mm-hmm. The Cowboys then started getting offensive production after that. Yep. But then so. at the end of the game, they Dak was pressured and taken down almost by a three-man rush. With a three-man rush. It's, it's unacceptable. And, I mean, I know he was just trying to chuck it out of there, but there was enough time left for him to throw it out of the end zone, I'm pretty sure. I, throw it I, out just, of I wish, yeah, but I wish he just took – an extra second or two to get yeah. his feet set and maybe he, get – He just – there's no way for him to know how much time left, was left on the but, clock. But I'd, li- I'd like to also Only point Aaron out – Aaron Rodgers would have known that. Yeah, that's true. I would have liked to point out, though, who was in the end zone. Noah Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, I think Michael Gallup was it. Why are Cooper and Speedy Lamb nowhere to be found on that play? I don't know what was happening. It was – and we can transition into the play calling and our critiques yeah. of the play calling because right oh now I think that um, Kyle or Kellen Moore and who I who I love growing up as a Boise State fan. I oh yeah, 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 he's calling the plays I believe by committee with Mike McCarthy. So mm-hmm. if he wants to do something, McCarthy might say, "Go for it, go for it, take this drive," something like that. I don't yeah. really know how it works. It's hard to really know how it works in football because they make it very discreet as the when and how and who's calling the play. Mm-hmm. But some of the play calling was downright terrible. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm a – I guess I am sitting at home and I'm an armchair expert, but some of it just didn't make any sense because – No, when, we can, when you can crappy. call a play, when you can call who they're going to target and what play they're going to run before mm-hmm. the play happens, an NFL defense, an NFL player could, could call out the See, play. What people like, don't realize sometimes is that as smart as quarterbacks are, as smart as, like, the leaders of the offense are, if you have a smarter guy on the other end on defense barking around telling your players yeah. where to go, you're going to have a advantage over any offense in the league. And Especially when you run super ridiculous. obvious screens every five plays, every two plays. Sorry. Screens that get swallowed up by one uh, person. Yeah. It's one it, person it's, there when the screen is caught, and it's just lazy running and lazy blocking. I mean, mm-hmm. Ezekiel. And then you have Zeke. They, they targeted Zeke like 15 times. Mm-hmm. Like, like for no – the, the, but he was like the number one target on those routes. They were yeah. running little screens to him, and he wasn't ready for the ball. Yeah. Zeke had 14 carries for 34 yards. Yeah. And he caught six of 12 targets for 24 yards. So he was just getting swallowed up. I don't mean you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk this one up. Every time the Cowboys have played in Seattle, Zeke has had a bad game. Um hmm. sometimes it just happens. It's it's something about the something about how well our throwing game was too, because the Seahawks secondary has never been this bad before. At least not no. for a long time. And we didn't decide to start throwing until we were down by fifteen. Mm-hmm. And then, which is my problem. Dak had they, a Dak struggled a little bit, and during the first half, yeah. I mean, he did, and he was looking pretty, he was looking pretty shaky. But mm-hmm. then he started playing really well. And, <laughs> oh my god, yeah! I mean, picking apart the defense. Mm-hmm. Very, very. Well, it, it reminded me a lot of Tony Romo. They had the ball with time, like a minute left in the half, and then Dak throws a terrible interception, mm-hmm. and then. The Seahawks turn then they touch down. Absolutely. And horrible. then they get the ball at the start of the second half, and the first play is a strip sack. Yeah. Pop right in the air. That's when I was like – Back-to-back turnovers. That's when I was like, this game's over. That's when I knew yeah. the game was over. I knew it didn't matter. Um, at one point, I'm looking at win probability here. I'm sorry if there's any Falcons fans listening. 
Oh yeah, Oof. they had a ninety-six percent chance to win. The Seahawks did in the and and they and they took the lead halfway through the third quarter. They had a they had a touchdown lead. <laughs> they had they were up thirty. Oh, that was when they were up thirty to fifteen. Yeah, and then Dallas scored on the um. Dallas score on what was it the. The next three drives. Yeah, the next three drives is when they scored. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, it was two of them were the Cedric Wilson, and then one of them was the Michael Gallup. Yeah, the Cedric Wilson pass. But Cedric Wilson played phenomenally. I mean, if we can talk about something. We might have one of the best wide receiver cores in the league. I I really think we do, and I think I'd like to see more games from Cedric Wilson. Mm -hmm. But Michael Gallup is good enough that I think he could be a wide receiver one on a few teams. Michael Gallup's a wide receiver one. I think he'd be a uh, wide receiver um, one on a And he's going to have to step up as a one because Maybe Cooper the Jets. Gonna... He could step in on the Jets and be really good. Oh, no, no. We're, we got to sign. Take some of Cooper money. Give it to Gallup. Right now, he's our best wide receiver. He might. Yeah, I think he might be. I think Cooper's still dealing with the injury, and he also landed on his neck. Mm-hmm. That when was he made that like bad. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But, he, I, I mean, he, he, if it was a bad day for him, it was nine catches for 86 yards. Pretty solid. Still a pretty solid um, day, yeah. You know who looked really good to me was on um, limited touches was Dalton Schultz. Yeah, he's stepping up as the, the tight end, too. I mean, I mean, we needed someone to step up, as always, mm-hmm. after Jason Witten left. And even in the cool. last few years of his career. Well, Blake Jarwin was going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Until he yeah, Everyone hurt. last season was calling for him to come in over Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. And then he gets hurt week one, so. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, too, because he's very, very athletic, like Jarwin. Yeah. And so Dalton Schultz is kind of have to – is going to have to step in. And I mean, I don't understand how we were getting killed by Greg Olson at the end of the game. Can you explain that to me? This I just, secondary is so bad. <laughs> it's kind of it's ends, no yeah. joke. It's, it's like, really bad. And and I I, I like I like Chidobe Louisier. I like – uh, Jordan Lewis. I like mm-hmm. uh, Trayvon Diggs. I love Trayvon Diggs. That that yeah. the 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 touchback he forced was, yeah. was incredible. Uh, it was more of an error on DK Metcalf, but still. Mm-hmm. But we so, this defense can't get turnovers. And what's happened to the What's happened with the Marcus Lawrence? Where's he at? Where's he his, paid him a he lot was of hurt. money. He was paid hurt. Him. Well, he played. He played. I know. He, the game. On he was absolutely empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah right now our best defensive player is Alden Smith mm-hmm. and yeah. Joe Thomas. And Joe Thomas is our best linebacker. Why did we pay uh, uh, Jalen Smith? That's that's not looking too good. <laughs> well, uh, Tristan Hill plays some pretty tough defense. Oh, he, he plays he plays some no mercy defense. <laughs> it might have it might have lost. We were already he might have lost this. He might have like squashed the one percent chance we had when he hit. Russell Wilson in the with the crown of his helmet. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that dude's an idiot. Like, oh I'm, my god, what's he what's he doing? There's a reason he couldn't field. get a starting position last year. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what he's doing on the field after know. he had torn Chris Carson's knee up. Because yeah, this from, guy in, in live time, it, I didn't think it was that bad until they showed the slow motion replay, and it's very clear that he takes an extra role. To when he's when he has like a death grip on Carson's leg, definitely hurt Chris Carson. I mean, mm-hmm. have they said anything other than a knee sprain? I think that was the last diagnosis. I haven't checked, but I don't. I don't think there's been no like breaking news about like Chris Carson's mm-hmm. expected to miss. Like right. if you follow fantasy and stuff, like keep an eye on that for next week. But 
Mm-hmm. I, I think he'll he'll be coming back to play. But like, yeah, Tristan Hill, like that that last drive was just on every drive it felt like was fueled by defensive ineptitude and tur- and uh, penalties. Like it right. never felt well, like raw, the the Seahawks outplayed us. It yeah, felt it was like we handed them a win. They they outplayed us a lot though, and I mean I'm gonna be honest, like at the beginning some, of the game, but yeah. like and even with some of the penalties, I mean I don't think it was a game the Cowboys should have won, and they should have been up by even more if DK Metcalf wasn't holding well, the yeah. ball like an idiot. So no, but also our special teams is 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 a joke. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time we've had a good punt or kick return? Yeah, I feel like it's something. You the remember the last time? The last about. time was in the playoffs in 2018, and it got when uh, Tavon Austin yep. got like a decent return. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, I think it's something the Cowboys just don't put a lot of effort into, which is no um, special teams. Usually, we have good kickers. We usually have a good kicker, but I mean, as t- as far yeah. as returns go, we we don't really Nothing. have guys that are dangerous that we actually. Yeah. But not many people do anymore. I mean, it seems like 90% of the kickoffs are touchbacks and all the punts are fair catches. Guys are so fast and the punters are so good at getting it up in the air. That's true. It's almost But, but, but our punter is kind of bad. Yeah, that's true. He's very, yeah. he's very mediocre. He's, I think he's like one of the worst in the league in like uh, yards, average yards. Yard. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Tony Pollard, you can't muff that at the one, man. No, 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 no. And then Zeke trips. He, didn't even get, he just tripped. That's when I was like, is this guy a little overweight for his position? <laughs> uh, like, that didn't look like a – I don't think a lot of guys – That didn't look like 2016, mistake. Zeke. No, I don't mean, Zeke is good. Like, there's not really many guys I'd rather have in the pot. Like, no. if, you're, if you're on the three-yard line and you're trying to punch with the ball in – I'd love Zeke. Many, I don't think there's many guys I'd want more than Zeke mm-hmm. taking the ball right there. So, yeah. Um, well, looking, I mean, looking at the defense, it's just – they need they need to find a way to get pressure on the quarterback, and they actually did at some points get pressure on Russell Wilson. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not, got three sacks. Yeah, and like, I'm not sure if that has something to do with um, how bad the Seahawks' offensive line is. Just like how um, last week, I didn't know if our defensive if our defense could get anything done after last week because they looked yeah. really bad last week against the mm-hmm. not very great Falcons team. Who who the Falcons proved to me that last week was more about the Falcons than it was about the Cowboys. Yeah, it's true. Making that 40 to – making that, uh, what, 39 to 20 comeback. Though it's Nick Foles, and Nick Foles is something special. Though. Yeah, I think Mitch Trubisky would have made the same comeback. I don't believe so. I honestly think he would have made the same comeback. <laughs> to me, I, at He least, doesn't have the arm talent. I think he would have. I think it just makes sense that they kept – Yeah. I, I think the fact that they switched Nick Foles into the game – rejuvenated them enough and gave them enough mm-hmm. a little kick momentum yeah. that it didn't really matter what happened after that. Mm-hmm. Like That's Nick fair. Foles was gonna get it done against a team that is just pretty pretty pathetic. Like at least oh, we're not it's, the it's sad. Yeah. At least we're not but, the but that, that being said we have one win against a team we should have lost to. Mm-hmm. So I mean every game has been close. Like the Rams it took a pass interference call. The yeah. Seahawks it took like Russell Wilson completing like three, four downs. Who's on his way to winning to winning his most well deserved MVP trophy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's about to win the MVP. If there's any non cowboy I want to win the to I want to win the MVP. It's Russell Russell Wilson Wilson Mm -hmm. because I think he deserves a little bit more love when you're talking about the quarterbacks from this era. Because I mean the quarterbacks from this era have been absolutely amazing. I mean I'm Mm -hmm. like 
Russell Wilson. I mean, just over the past 12 years, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, um, all, a lot a lot of these guys, they're all – they've all been drafted in the last 12 years. Andrew Locke for a brief period. Mm-hmm. And they've all been pretty great in a time mm-hmm. dominated by Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, I mean, we'll look – We'll look at the rest of the season from the Cowboys but there's perspective. 31 I teams be that would, uh, the take, going there's 31 teams right now that would take Patrick Mahomes over their starting quarterback. There's one team that wouldn't, and it's the Seattle Seahawks. Mm, I don't know. I might still say Patrick Mahomes, man. No, <laughs> just because of the amount they're paying. Like, That's, Seattle yeah, would never yeah. give up on Russell Wilson. Yeah. But, um, all right, looking at next week, we yeah. got – we got the Cleveland Speaking Browns. of good receivers that tore up our defense, Odell and Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. Oh, and don't forget Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. They they have oh. a lot. They have a lot of power. This is going to be a shootout. I mean, shootout, smash the open. That's my thing, though. We can't have Dak have to put up four hundred yards and five TDs every week just a winner. If he wants that contract, if he wants that contract, he better. If he wants forty million, no a year, quarterback could do that. I know, but if he wants forty million, a forty million dollar a year quarterback might be able to do it. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes getting fifty million, he couldn't do this. Uh, I think um, I think Dak is going to rise to the occasion. He's I really hope he needs so. to throw a few touchdown passes. But we, Ezekiel Elliott just needs to run the football. Mm-hmm. He needs to just, if we can pound if we can pound down the Browns. And we can start churning out runs of six yeah. yards, eight yards. Get the play yards. action involved. Exactly. We're going to have a good time. Get Then you can kind of start taking Is Tyron Smith going to come back? Because that's pretty important. That's a good question. Either, if that doesn't happen, Miles Garrett's going to have a field day. He's currently listed as questionable. Um, okay. Let me see, though. I'm looking at the injury report right now. He is actually the only Cowboys player on the injury report on ESPN right now. Um, oh, okay. At least because I think some yeah. players, if they know their status and they know they're definitely not going to play this week, they won't. Yeah, IR. So, like Lyle Collins, Blake Jarwin, mm-hmm. Don Lee. So, right now it's just Tyron Smith who's questionable. Let me see okay. the Browns. Um, Tay Davis, Oliver Vernon, Jacob Phillips, oh. Greedy Williams are all questionable. Oh, okay. Um, Davis is definitely out. He's one of their yeah. linebackers. So, I mean, it's they're pretty banged up. Yeah. But, Here's the thing about the Browns. The Browns' talent makes me nervous. Baker Mayfield doesn't make me nervous. I don't know. I like, mean, anyone, anyone on that team can get hot, and with how bad our secondary has looked in the past, I'm not. That's I true. Wouldn't be, I'm kind of concerned. So but the Browns are a run, a more of a run first team. Mm-hmm. So we need our linebackers to step up, dude. If this is any game, okay. I want, I want you to give a one player on the offense and one player on the defense that you want to step up during this game. Good, good question. I want, as weird as it's going to sound, I want Ezekiel Elliott to step up. I want him to be able to find his own holes, do some things that he can do at, are the reason why we paid him that much money. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the first first game, the second game, and third game, he hasn't ran for over 100 yards yet. I would love him to run for over 100 yards. That's what I want to see. I want to see Ezekiel Elliott yeah. run for over 100 yards on a reasonable amount of touches. That's fair. And then on the defense – if Demarcus Lawrence is gonna play, I want to see him earn his. I want to see him earn his money. I want to see him out there right. doing the things that he did to make him one of the most well-paid defensive ends in the whole league. Because I think he can do it, and I think he's integral to the Cowboys' success. If he if he plays very well, 
we have a chance to win a bunch of football games, and I'm going to feel better about this season. Because if we limp into the playoffs at 6-10, and 10, I don't think uh, I'm going to watch it because <laughs> that no, sounds it's, terrible. It's going to be awful. Because <laughs> that's the worst part about this season is that no matter how bad we get, no matter how bad the Cowboys get, no matter how still terrible the, the record is, the playoffs are not out of the question because the Giants are awful. The Eagles are pure garbage. And the football team is – not going to win the more than five team. games. Yeah. They're, just, they're probably just not going to win more than five games. I don't know. They should put Alex Smith in and see what happens. Hey, yeah. go for it. I mean, Dwayne Haskins is probably done there. Yeah. He's not. I, uh, let's see. If I, I like, I like both of your picks. Um, I, I can't say Dak because I think Dak's going to play well. It's ease up on the turnovers. Yeah. But um, I'm going to have to say I want Amari Cooper to step up. Mm. I want him. I, I think. I think this is his time to have a, a big field day. Are we playing home or away? I believe the game is home. Yep. Oh, okay. It's home at noon. So mm. because or or I'm, I'd like a Tyron Smith. Actually, I'm gonna change my answer to Tyron Smith. Mm. Missed a couple games coming back. I know it's a lot to ask for him, but we need a, a strong presence on the offensive line right now, yep. especially Dak's blind side, or he's gonna get lit up. Because the Browns have a solid defensive line. Mm-hmm. And then on the de- defensive side, Jalen Smith, I need him to be able to shut down, help shut down Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It's time for him to earn his money too. It's yeah. Be crucial. I feel like I feel like also when you're trying to play a team like the Browns, you should be worried about just about everything. Because when's the last yeah. time? Was the last time the Cowboys played the Browns that they played them? 2016. 2016. I think it was 2016, right? So they haven't actually mm-hmm. played this Browns team yeah. in a long time. So, I mean, it's going to be it's new. before Baker Mayfield. Uh, Odell always used to kill us, so maybe he'll keep killing us again. Maybe he enjoys yeah. that. Maybe something <laughs> deep down inside of him that enjoys oh, yeah. destroying the Cowboys. Over-exaggerate, like slow down on a catch to make it one-handed. And mm-hmm. then act like, yeah. Yeah, and then lose the game anyway. And then lose the game. <laughs> oh. oh, but Michael Gallup would be – it'd be nice if Michael Gallup steps up and goes for more. Again, oh, Cedric Wilson, yeah. if he can actually – if he can replicate this, I would be uh, – I would I would be in love. I mean, it's another, yeah. another Boise State player who's playing very well. <laughs> uh, and look at – um. Boise State's taking over the league. My man's uh, Brett hey. Reitman going to start on Thursday and night. We, need, we also need Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore to, to get whatever's going on together. And if I, I'm going to turn the turn game off, on. Minimum penalties. Uh, we can't have penalties in the in the defense every mm-hmm. third down. Yeah, That's see, what's killing us. It's not happening on – it's happening on third and fourth down. It's like the crucial turnover times. And they're giving up like holding penalties like – Oh gosh! I, uh, so if I turn the game on and I see two screen passes in a row that end with Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott tackled by one guy mm-hmm. behind the line, of, the scrimmage, line of scrimmage, I might throw. I might just turn the game off and go watch some. Like, let's see what other games we got on this week. Yeah, what games we got? There's always All a good right. NFL game. That's what I love about. It's the not NFL. too late to become a Bears fan. They are. Nah, now. I can't do it. As many times as I've ever thought about leaving the Cowboys fandom, I don't think I could do it. Unless... I would never not be a fan, but it does hurt. It would probably take like an it would probably take like an international crime. Oh yeah. Like that. It would take something insane yeah. some something. Steelers, Titans are on at the same time. Steelers, Titans, there you go. Uh, 
Oh, Colts, Bears, Rams, Honestly, Giants. Not really that many good games that took that. No. <laughs> the 0 3 Vikings Bucks. versus the 0 3 Texans. Yeah. All right. I want to hear your score I don't prediction. Like Sunday night game. What's up? Score prediction. Score prediction. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with Dallas Cowboys 38, and I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns 27. And here's why. I think we get the. I think we get it done. I think it's going to be a late touchdown that makes it an 11-point game. I think it's going to be kind of close throughout. But I think we're going to find a way to get it done. I think Dak is going to play very well. I think he's going to be throwing the ball like an absolute maniac. I think that Ezekiel Elliott can get the ball going again. and He can become an important part of the offense. If he rushes for over 100 yards and we get a few early stops and some sacks, Maybe a turnover, fingers crossed. I'm not. I don't want to ask for too much, but maybe a turnover. It's a, it's a lot to ask for. Like, it's a lot to ask for. This, I would like yeah. a take. Or I guess I would like a takeaway. That's what I would like. A take. You away. get a touchback. You get a touchback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> and which is a which we I could do a whole podcast talking about how weird that rule is. That I love fumble. it. I love it so much. Do you think it's, it's cool that you can fumble out of bounds? I, I don't think you no, should be able to fumble out of the Jeff Jeff Heath the goat. Saved mm-hmm. our season 2017 yeah. by doing that. So, well, what do you think about what if people like what if he was like near the sideline and it got punched out and it went to the left and then it was down on the one for Seattle? Do you know what I mean? But by punching it by punching the ball forward and going out the back of the end zone, it's touchback. But if he was well, like on the sideline, but I don't think, but I don't, but I don't, but I don't think he was. Uh... Oh, oh, you mean you like mean in a hypothetical. Yeah, and hypothetical, if he was on the sideline running down, he got the ball knocked out and it rolled out of bounds to the left, then mm-hmm. he would they would the Seahawks would have the ball on the one yard line and probably end up scoring. So it's so weird that the rule can be that if you punch it out the back of the end zone, you get the That's touchdown. fair, that's fair. It's yeah, such yeah. an it's an odd rule, but I mean it comes up it's one of those rules that comes up every once in a while. But I mean I, I'll take I, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Cowboys thirty four twenty five. Okay, 25, uh, interesting score. Yeah, I'm going to throw a 25 in there. A little score-gami? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just think it's going to be, if the Cowboys win, it's going to be more than one score. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's really and, – and if they don't win, then it's it's going to be a, like it's just a depressing game. Yeah. Like turn off by halftime kind of Oh, game. yeah. One of those gonna, I think they're going to take an early lead and just keep it the whole time. I, I I'd like that to see them. Nice. I'd love to see the Cowboys play with the lead the whole game and not like stress out through three quarters and then have oh, yeah. Dak throw 500 yards. It'd be it'd be nice to uh, have a victory meal. Mm. I mean, victory I, I formation. feel like Dak... I haven't seen that in a while. Oh, victory formation? No, I feel like yeah. too much there a little bit. Oh the, yeah, Tur- a turnover formation. and victory formation. If we can get one takeaway and if we can end the game on a kneel, we all be, be a happy. Really happy. Yeah. I want it to be a boring Cowboys win. I would love That's that. all I ask for. I would love it. I don't want. I don't want the media talking about it. I don't want anything. Mm-hmm. I want a boring Cowboys. If, if my favorite team was beating everybody by thirty-five, I don't care. I don't care if the games get boring for anyone else. Exactly. I could watch that for decades. Mm-hmm. I could turn mm-hmm. that on and just watch my team beat, yeah. beat up someone by thirty-five. Nobody got mad it's, at it's, anyone else. Yeah. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, I'd say that's about mm-hmm. could do it for this episode of the Doomsday Podcast, brought to you by Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. I'm Nate Burleson. This is Kyler Wirth, and thank you. Peace out, people.